0: Welcome to episode 180 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Right guys, welcome along to episode 180 of IM Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James i how are you going mate? Good, it's the post-cona super special. <laughs> post-cona, we're making the most of the super special
1: aren't we? We can reminisce and tell stories for an hour.
0: A few years ago we did a, we did a post-post-cona didn't we?
1: We did. Yeah, IM Talk is proudly brought to you by? Coffeesofawaii.com Moving one right now. Mm, nice. Who else?
0: Tribus.com <laughs> Get on there, there's deals aplenty. And Athlinks.com. If you racing in Kona, get it up on Ethlinks and send it to your friends That's right This week's show's going to be a bit of a funny one, to be honest Because the Google's down, John
2: Well, that's it's it's just come...
0: about average in Christchurch at the moment, isn't it? It is Because you've been having that problem, too Yeah,
1: Paradise Oh, you have Paradise, are you? A paradise, oh, a Telstra, yeah. the same thing
0: Yeah, oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that mm. And uh, so we've got, hear that? We've got paper Old school Old school So we've had to print them off, so we've got show notes in front of us So this week we've got some news we got an age group of the week. We got a website. Mul- of the multiple week. age groups of the week. Oh really? Yeah. Oh nice. And uh, see, I've done my
1: piece, haven't I? Yeah. I haven't looked at them all. And uh, website of the week. We've got an, an interview from Kona with Bob Knoll one of the Kona written, not the Kona originals, one of the Iron Man originals. He was one of the guys that did the first ever Iron Man. we were, Bevan and I, we had to check out our room Last night in Kona we thankfully stayed at the King Kahumana Hotel uh, Albert had booked up two rooms and gave us a room We were loving it It was quality And uh, we had to check out about midday or so And then uh, our flight wasn't leaving until the evening So we were sitting in the lobby and there was a guy there And I sort of spotted on his t-shirt that he was a Kona, uh, uh, an Iron Man original So we had to chat to him for about 10 minutes and he's a pretty great man, eh? It's an interesting story, but you'll yeah. hear about that later. Yeah.
0: And, uh, and then that's pretty much the show. <laughs> I think we should start with News
1: talking about the party. Well, no, that's second on news. Got, oh, is that second got, on news? Yeah, yeah. You want to do a result first, here? Challenge Barcelona was, was the week before Kona, um, so it was a few weeks ago now. And we talked to Hillary about it. Um, we know that at the Challenge Barcelona half, they had awful drafting troubles. Uh, but it sounds like they put in a really good wave system there, and it seemed to you know, help solve it. Sure, it's a f- fairly flat course, so you're always going to have some drafting issues. But it didn't sound that it was uh, it was out of control, which is which is good. Yep. Uh, so the girls, we we'll go girls first today, John. Sophie Goss uh, from Belgium. Great name. Took it out tonight. That's right. Nice. Uh, Second place catcher Kolschnack from Germany in nine twenty three, and a third place Bevan. Good old Hilary Biscay, the good chick. We're going to call her. Yeah, because we've got lots of emails about her interview, and, and I calling her the good chick, a good chick. And she uh, she was pretty pleased with that race. Yeah, so yep. it was good. Yep, and, and the boys sort of things. Marcel Zamora Perez took it. That's out a great name. In eight fifteen. Where'd you get the Perez? That's, well, he, he, his name pops up often, so I'm oh. pretty sure that's his sort I like, of. I like that you know uh, that. that. Yeah. Mika Luato from Finland, 8.22. Now, he's been around for ages because I remember when I was a junior racing yep. in, tri- in Christchurch. So back in 33. <clears throat> back, in, back in Nam. Um, <laughs> it would have been you know a good 10 to 12 years ago, probably more like yeah, 12 to 13 years ago, he was over here doing um, Ironman back then. So oh, been, doing, oh, really? Yeah, so he's been at it for a long so time. So still pretty sharp. Was yeah. he good then? He was, he was good. I think at Ironman New Zealand, he maybe got like a top five or so back then. Yeah, wow. And then Bird... Ecorn in 3rd and 826 so some pretty good times there 10th place was 8 37, so um, pretty fast. Yeah, pretty close cool. racing, eh?
0: Mm. And that's pretty much all we have in the racing side. Well, do you we want to talk a little mm. bit about Coda Race or we've, no, kind we've, of got some, we've
1: got some more things coming up if you've if you referred to your old school show notes?
0: Oh, I see. Okay, I haven't really done any P's. Okay, okay, wait
1: a second. Okay. So, uh, so, so this weekend, coming up this weekend, um, we've got the World Long Distance Triathlon Champs. Andrew Kurt, hi to you. T Rex of Tri doing it. Right. Plenty of Kiwis going across, being held in Perth. My friend Amy Styles is doing it. Nice. Go, Amy. And we often give uh, WTC crap about maybe not promoting the race and, and so on. So this time we've got to give ITU a bit of crap because <laughs> on the ITU website there's basically a listing for the, the, saying that the race is on, but there's no news about who's racing, what's happening with the pro field. So that's about all the update we really? can give you. Yeah, so that's, that's a bit weak. It um, is a bit weak, really,
0: because, you know, like if they're trying, um, actually, they are trying to compete with WTC with this race, aren't they?
1: Uh, poorly, but yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of are, kind of aren't. So, the the ITU long distance is basically double Olympic, so it's a 3k swim, an 80k bike, and a 20k run. What do you prefer, 70.3 or that? Oh, that's a lot fairer. And you know, we talked to Andy Potts at post and he was saying how unfair the swimmers yeah. So, it gives the swimmers um, a, bit more a, a bit more of an advantage. Um, and again, we've got to go, do the big thumbs down to ITU on the course selection for this one. It's going to be a draft fest. It's oh, a flat, really? pretty much a flat course, multi lap. Um, and it's just, I don't know what they're thinking. Well, well, the thing is, they they know it. You know, they, they
0: know they're doing a flat course that is going to be a draft fest. Like, it's interesting that they consciously choose to do that.
1: Well, I think the thing is, they, they choose a location. You know, there's not only so many places they're going to. They're going to yep. bid for a world distance thing, and, they, and I suppose you can't deprive places just because of their terrain. And I you can't know. always, you know, you do have to have some races that are flat. Mm. You can't always have hilly races. Yeah, so it's um, you just got to go in there with your, your, your eyes wide open saying, well, okay, this is going to be probably pretty much a drafting race. And, 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 and you know, whether you like that or, or not, that's just the reality of the situation. So, so in that situation, you choose to draft? <sighs> if you look at Would the. You- if if I was at over there, and if everybody else is drafting, um, I would try my hardest to stay back further than other people, but... If there's a pack, yeah. you've got to sit in it. Especially if you're trying yeah. to place. Yeah, exactly. You know, you'd be an idiot not to. Exactly. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it's a shame. It's but hard. It's, uh, it's the mentality also, might We've also we have got well. the Great Floridian happening. Another iron distance race. One of the long-standing ones down there in Claremont in Florida, so I'm sure we've Plenty of people racing there. It's a fairly popular late season race.
0: And uh, this week we got an email through from the Challenge Corporation, or the Challenge Family, I should say, John. Mm. And uh, they're a little bit angry at a German magazine. Uh, which magazine was it? I can't remember. I don't we know what we it up was. From the Google.
1: But but it was one of the guys that I think is involved in WTC in Europe. Oh um, really? And and they were claiming that they they were going to be buying um, the Challenge Series. And we actually, you guys
0: would have heard, we interviewed Felix on the show when we were in Kona, and he was saying they offered. To buy challenge off him mm. or off the family um, earlier this year, but he turned him down. Yeah, it's a no brainer. He's, he's a, a gun for gold. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, and we. Yeah. But I think what that does is it represents that WTC recognise that challenge are a threat. Mm, totally. You know, because challenge are putting on races and. Like WTC, they're selling out straight away. You know, they're putting on a race and, you know, first year it sells out, which for most events, you know, it's a struggle to build your numbers. It takes a few Mm -hmm. years and all the rest of it would challenge... You know, they really are kind of making it happen. And WTC, are obviously, looking at them, probably because they've got a bit more money now, mm-hmm. and probably thinking, well, let's buy out the
1: competition before they get too big. And uh, it's good for our sport, eh? Oh, it is. And that's what we, all the interviews with the pros said that. They said they really like having some choices with races. And, and in the press yeah. conference,
0: actually, Chrissy, they, yeah. it was good of her, actually. She actually got up and they said, oh, what, what was the question? I can't remember. I can't some understand. kind of vague question. And basically said, well, what are some of the things she doesn't like about the sport? Or what are some, I don't know, whatever. But she basically said, I like to do races... Outside of the WTC really at the end of the day it was mm. kind of a message and she'll do road and she'll do mm. you know some smaller races and to get out there and support the overall sport not just one event and, yeah. and it was quite good of
1: her to do that I like the way was. she doesn't hold her punches back eh? it, was, it was it was fantastic mm. I'm sure Felix was loving that maybe. I'm sure he was a um, couple of other bits of news um, we mentioned this last week but the ironmantalk.com website no longer exists Gone. so a few people have been emailing and saying where is it where is it where? Yeah. we had been for a year yeah, talk. And it doesn't make me wonder if you listen to us because
0: <laughs> we haven't mentioned com in a long time we've just got rid of the main name yeah and uh yeah so it's imtalk.me me not you no, not me that was the joke we did remember no uh. and we've also got a new email address and it's imtalkpodcast at gmail.com nice. and uh we're gonna we're gonna basically be transitioning to that over the next couple of weeks so you know really send it to that message and we'll put that on the website this week nice. so now Bevan post race Kona Oh, uh, where do we start, John? Where do we start? Where do we start? Well, where what do we do
1: start? We do? I actually, uh, have I got this somewhere else in here? Here we go. What are you doing? No, I've got that later on. It's so a post-race Kona. Okay, what were you thinking then? I've got... I've got, Well, no, I'll do this first. I'll do my retraction first. Okay, do your retraction, John. Because I was saying on one of the Kona shows, you know, there's not that much riding to do in Kona. Um, oh, that's right. So you kind of said there's two rides, a bit yeah. boring. One way left, one way right. But on the last couple of days, i managed to find a couple of new rides, and there's actually some really cool climbing around there. So um, I retract what I said about there not being that much riding. Um, and you what, can always go to Blender Grange's house. That's right. Yeah. Um, what, uh, on the second to last day, I ended up going... Uh, opposite direction that you do in the race and heading out um, to Kehoe and then up a big climb and you sort of head towards Captain Cook's um, and uh the huge big climb It's fantastic Uh, well you know what was more impressive
0: good old Jombo and I hit the town on the party night we'll talk about the party night in a minute it was a good night out Jombo was definitely having a few beers I think Mm. you were were a little bit drunk to be fair that's that's fair Uh, and and he went home he went home about half an hour before me and got home and it was probably about 2 o'clock by the time he got home
1: Yeah. alarm went off at 6 good old Jombo got on his bike and went for a ride I was out there Yep. It was a little bit of a struggle to start with, <laughs> but I got in the groove. And I know if I hadn't done it, then uh, I wouldn't have got done, so I was pretty pleased. So hey, I was a bit tired for the rest of the day, but hey, you got the ride in. I got a good sleep on the way back. So, yeah, a couple of other things. If you, if you are going to Kona and you get, do get sick of the Queen K... I went out the other way, great big climb, and then when I was coming back, there's actually um, off the main highway, off to the right, there's actually another highway, sort of a a residential road that was fantastic, a nice quiet road, no traffic whatsoever, and just sort of cuts in and out from there. Uh, I think it was the... Kona Heritage Trail or something like that and it was nice. And the other ride that I did, um, when you come out of, if you want to do a separate one, come out of Kona, you go straight up Polani Hill, which is what you do on the, the bike course. You go straight over the Queen K, and that climb keeps on going up to about 2,500 feet from sea level. Wow. Um, so it's just a long, long climb, not particularly steep. And, uh, it's good
0: city strength just, building, eh?
1: Yeah, it was, it was a great climb. And you can actually loop that all the way around to Waikaloa if you wanted to. That'd probably be about, a, I'm guessing, about a four-hour ride. I didn't do that. Or you can take it even further, and it comes out at, um, around sort of Waimera and Harvey, and, uh, and you can end up doing about 210k loops. So I retract... To any kind of people who, who, who I was mean to saying there's not a lot of riding. I found a few more interesting rides over there.
0: Well, John, what he's done here, he's got the good, the bad, and the ugly of Kona. That's right. I like that, mate. I like that. So we're going to go through, first of all, we're going to talk about the after-party. So what happened was, the after-party, K-Swiss, good old Case swiss they put a lot of money into the sport right now, aren't they? Let's take one step
1: back. I keep bringing you back here to the uh, awards ceremony. Okay, awards ceremony. Okay, so we turned up to the awards ceremony. Bloody good feed. I was happy with the feed? I was I was really impressed with the feed. It was, uh, you know, for that many people to produce that amount of food, uh, it was good. And, and everybody kind of turned up at and. Staggers that people yep. like. We were there quite early, yeah, because we, we keen. We just cruised straight through, and then got a good feed, and it was quality. You'd guard for seconds, and Bevan had came back. He had his main. He had three desserts, and then he starts pulling out about five cans of coke out of his pockets. Um, I'm sure you drank more than five beers that night. I did. Yeah, uh, yeah. So thumbs up,
0: thumbs up, the, and, and we paid 48 bucks US, which is you know 48 bucks, and it was definitely value for money. It was good. You know, it was. Um, and, and one thing is is when it's an award ceremony, it can drag on, but they, they were quite quick at kind of getting through the night getting and making it really efficient and stuff so overall the
1: award ceremony was a really good night for beer was free which I think is a good thing when, yep. you pay, when you're paying for coke it. was free coke was free <laughs> That's why I had like 20 cans and <laughs> you, you could only get two beers at a time unless you happened to be Kevin Coke's wife who we were sitting with oh, and every time she, she came back with four beers every time she was a bit of a wild child old Shannon, wasn't she, was, she she comes up in the notes a little later <laughs> So okay, the then. awards dinner was good uh, and Any special mentions about the awards dinner? Well, we still haven't got the name and we should have looked at the results but the internet's playing up yep. It was the, the, the lady we mentioned, the oh. Dutch lady who was a para, uh, para-athlete and she I think she did 11 and a half hours mm. um, So that was a machine effort
0: Yeah, that was sensational Okay, so from there we basically went to the K-Swiss party Now the key to the K-Swiss party was that you actually had to know someone to get in because it was invite only and and while we're cool, we've been trying to hook up all, of the, all the pros to get us a free invite. And failing. And, and failing big time, so we kind of realised how important we were. And then we went to the door, and luckily, some girl we'd met the day before.
1: Amanda, um, I, I'm not 100% sure on her surname, but she's One of Hillary's friends. She's Luke uh, Mackenzie's either fiancé or wife. Oh.
0: And, uh, and she'd had a few, let's, let's be honest. She'd had yeah. a, she was a little bit happy, and, I, and she uh, saw us, and she uh, said, Come uh, on in,
1: boys. I, I went in there, I put on a little sly word, and she just said, Come on in. Come on in. What, what was your word? <laughs> I said, We met you yesterday with Hilary. Come on, you'll let us in. <laughs> We were in. So we got in, and
0: Albert got in, and Mark, and the crew got in, so we were loving it. Party was great, eh?
1: It was very good. They, they,
0: they really, you know, the alcohol was free, which admittedly, when you go to an Iron Man party, you wouldn't be spending that much on alcohol.
1: They were serving them up pretty strong. Belinda Granger came over, and she said, can you just taste this? And it was supposed to be like a vodka, lime, lemonade or something. And they, it, was, it was just about 100% pure vodka. It was full
0: on. It was full on. And so we stayed at this party, and the party was good. It was jam-packed, and they had good food and good alcohol, and, and the party was really good fun. And then... Later on, in the party kind of, everyone was talking, but we went to the dance floor, didn't we? We, we shook that party. We up. started hitting it. And our good friend, Michaeli Jones, we saw her at the party as well. And a few days earlier, we, we'd had, you know, we, we had an interview with her, and it didn't start off that well. And, and I thought I would redeem myself, didn't I, John? And did I, did I, did I, did I
1: pass or fail? You, you, you got, out of, out of 10, <laughs> I'm giving you about a negative four. <laughs> negative four. I, I tried to have a conversation with her. Well, no, here's how it started. Hey, so how'd your race go? <laughs> I think DN- she either DNFed Amy I and she checked or she just oh, had a, a miserable a... day and she said, yeah.
0: No. And, and she just gave
1: me a look like it, as in, you know, you're, you're wasting moron. my time. More <laughs> moron. What do you know about the sport? You're, you're, what do you... Uh, no you're not incompetent yeah you're incompetent yeah, right. yeah 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 You yeah. no yeah incompetent basically yeah and so that was Faye but then but then we said a couple of other things and she
0: seemed mellow a little bit yeah so she, now we're tight now we're best friends we'll <laughs> get you on the show Michaele don't worry about that
1: and then um... but then we had the dance floor. Michaele's up there she's Divorced Divorced and she, was, she was grinding a bit And old, old Marky P got up there Marky P was doing better than of the, the mechanics curly,
0: curly freight train was rocking it hard <laughs> so That
1: was all good
0: uh, Another highlight of the night was that uh, Rachel Joyce was Who got fifth wasn't she?
1: It was the fifth I think she might have been fifth, Six. fifth or sixth And she might have got elevated one place When Rebecca Keat got done We can't actually check that I'm pretty sure she got fifth Yeah She's the listener of the show She's listening to the show, and I've actually got a photo. I should have actually emailed it over to you of us. Yeah. Uh, us of her. We're all looking rather sweaty.
0: Yeah, it's not written. Yeah, we wouldn't put that on the website. Yeah. And her sister's also a huge, big fan of the show and a real lovely chick She was really friendly, really, really nice to me So that was a good. And, and then Shannon.
1: Shannon was a party animal, wasn't Ke- she? Kevin Koch's wife, who's a, a listener to the show, she had a couple of beers and. <laughs>
0: She was. She was. She was rocking
1: it. It was on like Donkey Kong.
0: When we went to the second bar, they had a pole dancing. <laughs> <laughs> she was up. She was on. It was
1: sensational. <laughs> okay, the good. The good uh, of the of the whole thing, John. What do you think? Um, from what we've heard and from what we saw um, WTC thumbs up for their live coverage uh, it was really is they do an outstanding job some people in New Zealand were saying it was cutting out that may have been their own internet provider I, I'm not sure but and,
0: and you know what that, you know, imagine how many people You know, that's mm. one thing maybe they have to look at but it's, <coughs> it's going to be a little bit tough at times and to
1: keep it, to keep it together all day yeah, and the thing is you know,
0: like I've, they do do WTC do to the world champs amazingly well like I've watched I've been in Christchurch and watched the last three and I've pretty mm. much sat all day and watched it and it keeps you in it Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're not bored, they keep the race interesting, they they give you enough you know, they've got great um
1: commentators there. Mm. You know, So they're doing a really great job there, keep it up guys uh, Doping control, really big Positive for me that's come out of it and most of the pros Are really enthusiastic about this It seems like it's um, sort of been led by the, the German fraternity sort of coming Into the WTC fold and, and really Expanding into Europe a lot more and one of Their conditions by the sound of it is they've really got to Buck their ideas up with, with um, Doping control which is a big big deal In Germany yep. so um, the fact That they're going out doing pre-race testing I think is really going to start shake, shaking Things up and this, this new pull that they're sort of setting out there is, if you want to be a pro athlete, you've got to join the, 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 get a pro WTC license, and you're going to be in that testing pool, and you can be tested at any stage. And it sounds like they are going to be testing people. It's not just going to. Now with that, you know, they're, they're
0: talking of charging. Well, the word on the street is they're going to charge six hundred dollars a year, mm. be US, for a pro to be a, be a pro card. Basically, I suppose. Um, do you think it's going to get rid of the second tier pro? You know, like for it you. would You know, like for you, who's you know, you know, you may get the top ten in a race, but you're not going to make money from it, really. Does that
1: make you think, well, I'm better off just to go age group? It? it is, and it's going to make it a lot tougher for age groupers. So, yeah, if, if you use me as an example, you know, if I and was... me, like when, yeah. you know, like I did enter a couple of races as a pro. If I was going to be just doing, say, Ironman New Zealand or, or just one, one race a year and, you know, say I get... Best case scenario for me, if I had a really good race, trained up well, I might be able to get, you know, ninth or tenth or something, get an Ironman race. Yeah. Um, that's not going to cover the prize money. So, no, I would I would be racing age group. Yeah. And yep. people are going to bitch and moan about that, but... <laughs> and as
0: you say then that makes the age group racing a lot tougher you know because you know you're a sub nine guy you know and if you're in an age
1: group you know if, so most people if you're that guy who's six who wants that last slot. You know? yeah. but that's the thing there's going to be a lot of people that are like us we're not pros we race in the pro division but we're not pros and that we should be racing age group and I think you will see a lot of that filtering down so it's going to make it a lot tougher mm. ok uh, the next thing we really liked was the course is challenging well I, I think the, ho- the, the whole race is just so challenging and, yeah. and we get emails through from guys just saying that they've done the race and it's just it challenges is on, on all levels because it's a, it's a reasonably tough course in terms of the terrain the conditions are incredibly tough. The competition's a lot tougher. Yeah, the and, comp- that's what I
0: love about it. You know, like, you're turning up to a race where you are racing the best in your sport, if you're an age group or if you're a pro. You know, like, guys who will win their age group, you know, won't even get top 10. Yeah. You know, you'll win your age group in some race around the world. You go to Kona and you won't even get top 10 in your age group.
1: And it's just carnage out there. When we we, we, we bike back from the uh, from the energy lab when the men's leaders were coming out and you yeah. see the guys running out that are probably sort of like the 10 and a half sort of guys, 10 or 10 mm-hmm. to 11 guys. Yeah. And they were just... Battling, there was people just walking all yeah. over the show, and isn't
0: this, some of the people we knew, you know, who are good athletes, you mm. know,
1: just it's an honest day, isn't it? Mm. So I think that's that's a great thing about Kona, and that's that's never going to change. Um, I thought another thumbs up for the WTC in terms of the atmosphere they're able to build on race day. You know, we were at Hot Corner, which is at the bottom of Palani yeah. Hill and the Kuakini Highway intersection. they Have a great job there building the atmosphere there.
0: Energy was up, good music, good commentators, having a good time with the crowd, the,
1: and likewise at the finish line, um, they do a great job. You know. I'm not a particular fan of, of Mike Riley myself, um, yeah. but but those uh, Mike and the other guys there um, do a great job getting the crowd going and and, and making it a really electric, electric atmosphere. So I,
0: I, don't mind, I, don't, I don't mind Mike Riley, but I, I think you have got to respect what he does. You know, to, to be there all day oh, just yeah. yelling, you know, bloody and keeping the energy up because it's crowd. Like if you've ever actually tried to have the energy of the crowd up, you know, that's kind of what mm. I do for a job. It's not necessarily an easy thing to do, and it's a bit of a skill. And I know he's experienced at it, but just to, you know, I'm sure the next day he must just be. Sh- Jagged, mm. You know, because you're just giving, 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 and trying to build that crowd up all day. So, you know, they're doing a great job there. And even just, you know, out on the course, like the, you know, and this is the helpers, but you know, the the uh, people at the aid stations and stuff. Mm. Just the energy was awesome, eh? Yeah, all oh, the young right. kids and having a good
1: time, and so it was really great. Said the awards dinner was great, and I think thumbs up WTC for that. Um, the after party was uh, was great. In it's case you, we've got to give some love you've, for you've, that. You've got to you've got to find a way to get into that if you can. There, there seemed to be a lot of quite a few listeners and stuff were in there as well. Yeah. So I'm not sure how, how they managed to all, um, wangle their way in there, but it was uh, it was it was quality, it's sensational.
0: But the other thing was while the after party on was on, the, the place across the road mm. was having a party as well. So I imagine a lot of athletes yep. were there, and we went there later on. They charged you 10 bucks to get in, <gasps> and then they closed down like an hour later. It broke yeah. my heart. No. Oh, I hate just, yeah. Especially because I don't drink
1: And then finally, the, the one of the good things I had was um, They looked like they were re- doing a, you know, trying hard to police the drafting Granted, it's really difficult with that many people But they were busting people They were still drafting out there, we appreciate that But we heard a lot of people getting busted for drafting mm. So um, I guess they were, they were doing the best they could With the, the situation that presented themselves That does beg the question we had on the show is Eventually, do they have a staggered race? Mm. Mm, maybe we should
0: do a discussion at some stage
1: Okay, John, the bad the bad um, and we've talked about this the, po- the post-, post race immediately when you cross the line I thought um, is, is not up to the standard uh, so you come across the line and then you're in sort of behind the King Cam Hotel um, and you just sort of wander around and there doesn't really seem to be a lot of aids aid, aid there the food is basically just pizza
0: um, yeah the food was a bit of a letdown.
1: down yeah but that's that's the same that was what it was like when I was there I don't know when you were there but, but, but exactly honest. the same um, whereas most other Ironman races and, and non-Ironman races they do a great job you know there's all sorts of food and drinks and I think one and,
0: thing and that and they, ch- they do need to think about because what they have is you basically cross the finish line and then you go into this like public area mm. and they do have the, the medical tent so you can go into the medical tent yeah. and I imagine there's a massage area that's further away isn't it Yeah, you can go to there so you can you can do those things but the kind of the main area is the shared area and it's, I suppose there's not a lot of space in Kona in that, in that kind of corner mm. where they do the race but I think that they do need to keep family out of it, yeah, and that, you know what? You let the media in there, though. Yeah, let the media. Yeah, if you've got a media pass, <laughs> it's a no-brainer, but if you leave family out of it so athletes can come in and you can just kind of get some time to relax, chill out and do what they need to do and then maybe have another area where you can meet up with your family because it was just a bit messy,
1: wasn't it? It was. You know, there's people wandering around and, and I, I guess, uh, and I've said this before, I think it, it may well be that they, they're not allowed to close that area off because it's public access It's yeah. behind the hotel but but maybe they could have like a, a shoot and they could close up yeah. part of the area and then you can sort Cause of... Because
0: like in, to- in New Zealand you, know, you finish the race you know, most races really, you finish a race, you walk into the tent, you, you probably sit there for an hour, you know, mm. you have your massage, you eat your food, you tell your stories to your mates, you, you, your family know you're there, and then you come yeah. out and you, you spend your time with your family. And, you know, and if you want to go out early, you can, but it's, I don't know, it just seemed a bit congested, and you're walking around and you are just about bump into some poor. I thought he was just about falling over, yeah. and it was just a bit, a bit yeah. too congested for my yeah. liking. And uh, definitely the food they could sharpen up on. Definitely. You know, Domino's pizza. Was, yeah. It was, <laughs> was, it
1: was good pizza. And uh, maybe we, 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 only have had, we only had one piece, though. <laughs> we <laughs> only had one piece. Uh, and I guess one other thing that, that Chris McCormick highlighted, and um, we also talked to Dave Scott about this, is really the WTC's sort of um, inability to sort of really grasp past champions and really getting them involved and really creating those stars and a bit of history in the sport. And, and that's something I'm going to try to do with the show cut going forward. We've got a new segment, haven't we, John? New Segment is going to be uh, the history of Iron Man. History of Iron Man. You need some good music for that. Yeah, and, we, and you guys, well, we could basically, I'm going to start maybe profiling particular athletes that maybe haven't had the glory in the past. You know, Chris McCormick said he was going to do that if he won the race. So I'm going to try to find guys that maybe were consistently top five in Kona. Or maybe um, look at some special races outside of Kona if, and, and that's stuff it, like that. If you guys have got a good you know, story about a particular race in history that's a nine distance race and involves a few stars, and like, for example, one that I'm going to bring up is when uh, I think it was the sprint off in I New Zealand we've talked yep. about so if you can tell a little bit of a story we're happy to give a little bit of love for, for some good historical events yeah that would
0: be really great remember the new email address is imtalkpodcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com um, yeah and, and I think the one thing with the past champions thing is that like for example Bob Noel, the guy who had done the original race he said you know like if WTC were to get him or Dave Scott or, or even someone like Thomas Helregal mm-hmm. to do some talks a few days before the race mm-hmm. they'd, they'd be instantly have to fill out a room you know and people yeah, totally. would love to go along and have that experience and hear their stories and you know and it's not just about the Iron War it's about anything
1: that you know you can and the thing is they are a money making business and you can make money off that you know you create a couple of DVDs and things yep. like that on the history of the sport and, and, and I think it would be a real winner well I think it's also just added value
0: yeah you know like to get someone like Dave Scott to stand up and talk you probably
1: pay a thousand bucks and it's not the same when you go down to the um, the expo and they're doing a talk on training and stuff nobody's listening to this
0: yeah no, no no no
1: and in and we just try to plug some product. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so, that, yeah, I think value added. Cause, yeah, I'm in New Zealand when a few times I've been there, voice and they'll get Aaron up to talk or Scott up to talk. And yeah. You know, and after the race, they have, you know, uh, one of the coaches from Auckland, John Ackland. Yeah. You know, and the rooms always fall out, and Mm. you know, the really good value stuff, eh?
1: Mm. So, at a value, maybe they could look at doing some stuff like that. What's the ugly, John? The ugly. um, Unfortunately, for NBC, who, you know, cover the race and they they do the sob stories, which I'm I'm, I'm more into after going over to Kona and watching. Seeing kind of the effort they have to go through. Yeah. Unfortunately, most of the athletes um, didn't didn't finish. So, the guy who had the the heart transplant and had cancer three or four times he he just missed the swim cut off but I guess you can make a good story out of that and then Ricky um, Garcia he failed to make the bike cut off so that was a little bit unfortunate and the, the other thing for me was um, that the number of people fed back to me and I didn't actually see was I was down the finish line until till midnight I Ben Bevan was asleep, um, ben, ben was asleep. Mm-hmm. when I was biking back to the, the condo um, I saw the fattest the fattest loser the biggest loser <laughs> saw him and coming in, but he was only a couple of minutes off the cutoff. And um, but apparently, at about um, twelve fifteen, um, a, an older lady came in. Apparently, she was like in La La Land. Yeah, it was all over the road, and it, she apparently she she really should have been taken off the course. Apparently, it was quite ugly. It was actually a little bit disturbing. And yeah. so that, that kind of thing. You know, we we, we talk to, you, you. talk to the guy who is the grim reaper who goes around the course. And I think you know, maybe it is a discussion in the week is that that off If you can't make 17 hours, and if, you're, just, in, you're, if out. you're in medical difficulty out there, you know, I think probably, they probably they should be pulling the be pulling you off the course. Yeah, that's pretty
0: tough. <laughs> I must say, um, big ups to WTC because I was talking to our good friend Jessica. Yeah. Well, I was going to call Jennifer then. Our good friend Jessica at the case Swiss party. Yeah. And um and what was really nice was that. When I was talking to her about the um, NBC finish not finishing, mm. you know, her, her thing was, you know, like, we're, we're kind of bummed, but we're actually mm. really upset for them because it's such a big thing. It was just kind of nice to know that WCC came from the right place with that. You know, they weren't just thinking, oh, it's not going to be good for our story. It was more, you know, really bummed that, hey, um, maybe, you know, it's, those athletes didn't really get to achieve their goal. So, mm. you know, I'm sure they're gutted for their own TV show, but it was nice to hear. Mm. So any other news here, John?
1: Uh, one other little attraction. You've done your attraction. My attraction. And um, one thing that Albert said to me, he was uh, doing his warm up for the swim, and um, and and Andy Potts was out the back when he was he was swimming. And what apparently what Andy Potts does when he swims, he um, he does his warm up out of the back. Everybody else is lining up on the line. Wait a So he was behind the age groupers. No, he was—he was sort of behind all the pros, just doing his warm up. Yep. And Albert was out there, sort of warming up as well. Apparently, what Andy Potts does is does warm up. Everybody's else been standing on the start line for, um, for you know, five, ten minutes trying to find the spot. He just does the old duck dive, swims underneath everybody, pops up at the front behind the line, boom, go. Really? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a good little trick because he doesn't. Well, get... I'd probably drown. Yeah, you could. You do have to have some skill to get that. Yeah, you go some the goes... lungs on yeah, wouldn't yeah. you, wouldn't you? But you know, at the end of the day, because he's not going to be out there going, who am I going to draft off? What am I going yeah. He's just going to be banging it, so he doesn't care. there was a
0: big difference, wasn't there, between him and the rest of the pack? Yeah. You know, who was the guy I ever at the front?
1: Fannigan. John yeah, Fannigan. Yeah. Those guys are just
0: miles ahead. It was mm. unbelievable. Um,
1: yeah. One other thing that I was going to point out that Bevan did the uh, save <laughs> you you your breaking. You? If you're going to America, uh, from New Zealand? Uh, from New Zealand, or from a lot of countries that have the sort of visa sharing thing, you now have to get this. Go onto a website and you have to print out like a, a
0: temporary visa temporary type thing. Temporary
1: visa type thing. And if you don't do it, you can't get to go. And you've got to do it a couple of days before you travel. And Bevan told me two days before I travel, and uh, and I was a little stressed because you're supposed to do it 72 hours before. Whoa, okay, good. So, so if you're going to America, check it out. before
0: Yeah, make you go. sure you do because you don't want to not be able to go to a race. Okay, we've had our discussion. What we did in Kona.
1: Have, can we, we pull we, that pull? up? No, John. We see, just... if
0: we, see if we can pull it up. Okay, wait a second.
1: Let's see. So if... we're going to Athlinks.com. So that's where all our uh, um, all our posts uh, are put up in terms of our discussions of the week. I like the way you went and put up everyone who gave to the show. Good. Yeah, nice. that was
0: really good. That was, that was good.
1: So we, we had up there, oh, it's there up. we go, it's working. Athlinks comes to the party. All those other websites are down, but Athlinks comes to the Get party. On, I let's see if good So was what we're going to do now is we're just going to look at a, a few of the challenges you guys set us, and let's just see how we did. We did do quite a few. Okay, we
0: randomly. Le- no, we didn't do the G-string. John, you know what? I was a little bit let down with your, with your under performance. Yeah, <laughs> well.
1: We were wearing Andy's quite a lot in the condo. Just <laughs> 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 it was pretty hot, and we did, and we didn't have air conditioning. I wear box. We're mates, so. but we're mates. You
0: know, <laughs> we're mates.
1: Uh, challenge? No, we didn't know. We didn't make Norton Interviews? Saddle. We did lots of interviews. We did that. We didn't. We didn't pash Chrissy Wellington. No, but, but she Devin, has got me. We got a cuddle.
0: Yeah, I was pretty happy with the cuddle. Um, we, we didn't. Did, we didn't get love, Java. We didn't go It was jobs. always too busy. Yeah. They like, you'd, you'd go past it, and they'd been lying out the door. Yeah. And
1: we went. where did we go? We didn't really go anywhere. We just did? had a coffee on the boat every yeah, morning. Yeah, that's right. Print up IM, IM Talk flyers and stickers, put them wherever we can. Well, we didn't put them wherever we can. So, but this
0: was what was funny, because every time we ever do a trip, John always wants to get business cards printed yeah. off. And every time I go, John they're so 1960s we don't need business cards and and we've done it in IMA New Zealand we did it in a row and we never give out one and John was so this time I said let's not do it secretly John made up some and printed them off and I must say
1: we saved our bacon a, a,
0: a few times it, it worked it was, it was good work next year if we go again we'll be printing off some more cards we've still, we're
1: still, we're still <laughs> got 650 from this year I think we got 690 down there. So so yeah the how many in-flight meals challenge um, we did attempt this and we failed miserably and, so and on the the way home, tried. we felt miserably as well because we pretty much slept the whole trip. Yeah, yeah. I was a bit tired. Yep. Didn't tie Shoemaker's shoelaces together. No. We didn't wear a red clown wig. Know what was all that about? Um, <laughs> we didn't do video because videos uh, in the end, the video hard. was
0: just too hard, and by the time you got to edit it and stuff, it was just a lot of work. And the other thing is, lots of people are doing video, mm. and, and this is what we do well, so we kind of just thought, let's do this well. And, and also, time
1: we had to interview tried gear reps in Kona. We interviewed the girl with the, uh, the with the, the yeah. suit that can lower yeah. your, your lower, lower get your get a picture uh, of 20 Nick 20 from tri Juice. We hung out with Nick heaps so it's all good. You can go to Try Juice and you can see pictures on
0: there. Uh, we used the compression gear on the plane,
1: did that. Yep. Uh, live stream from Conan We weren't allowed to do that But we did do podcast on of Crowley,
0: the day Nice Do a live replay of the video well, we did not do a replay But we brought it up And it was
1: discussed We did the boat Yep Mark Allen Mark Allen Can I go with you? Uh, no he just didn't He was busy He didn't want to do an interview with us that, that, that's, Leave it there <laughs> Okay Leave it at that. We got Dave Scott on though And we talked about the Iron War Dave Scott <laughs> I, I think he's my biggest fan
0: in the world yeah. <laughs> Just, I get the feeling he really loves me <laughs> uh, Interview the hottest female of an athlete Well there's a very forget we got here yes. Us about being the hot
1: chick of the sport yeah. Somebody said last night I, have, I take a running session every week on Monday And Andrew Black said to me What is Bevan thinking when he says So let's face it You're a really attractive chick <laughs> <And he's gone. laughs> So he you thinks you're, you're hitting on a lot of women
0: I wasn't hitting on it, but
1: I I was trying to get to the
0: point. I wasn't hitting on it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, John, you're making me look bad. Uh, Anything else? Get some coverage. I don't know if we got an Iron Man live. No, I don't think so. Maybe we
1: could have. They could have filmed our. We met my parents that it was, it was pretty good you met your parents Evan's parents oh that's right and run down the finishing shoot with the winner wearing an IM talk jersey no we didn't quite do that didn't quite do that yeah, but overall I think we're pretty happy with that performance yeah
0: out of, out of, out of 10 more you give that performance 14 <laughs> nice yeah. Yeah. okay uh, this week's discussion well, there's there's,
1: an option, there's two options here. Do you want to tell people about the option you suggested? I think we were running maybe in Kona and Bevan had a okay, suggestion. Well, <laughs> and I said, that's just stupid. You... Whoa, well, does a blind athlete doing an Man? is it the same thing? <laughs> because blind athletes have to do it in tandem. That's yeah. It. Evan was kind oh,
0: no, you can't do it in any other way. I know it's, it's, it it's a stupid one. Let's just, skip it. One. Let's just skip it. <laughs> Let's skip it. So the question this week is: I um, no, I'll probably get a bit of anger about that through emails. Sorry, <laughs> I just saw I just saw the Montana. I thought is it the same, and then I thought, wow, well, yeah, it's still a pretty good
1: achievement. <laughs> if you had to stop triathlon, what would you do? So stop that ever ever. Yep, you're not allowed. you basically for whatever no particular reason. You just said you're not allowed to do triathlon. Or, or um, yeah, what would you do? Okay aerobics you'd be doing aerobics, aerobics you, John. 10 times a week nice well that's about the man. i do I do 12 mm. so
0: okay here we go age oh. group of the week and good old now who, who sent this through is it Nemo Nemo Brock I it is and uh, my nomination for age group of the week is Matt oh has that Ekonda that's a good last name in Kona, oh, and Kona. Kona. Okay, uh, Matt set out this year with a drive and determination to get the Kona slot. in I am in Wisconsin. He not only nabbed that, but he managed to win his age group of twenty-five to twenty-nine, which is a pretty competitive age group, isn't it? Yeah, it was what soft. do you think the most competitive age group is? 40 in Kona, 40, forty to
1: forty-four, probably forty-four to 40, 44 or forty-five to forty-nine. Now, I'm not saying that's the, the fastest or anything, fastest, or the hardest. but it's probably. Uh, and somebody's probably going to come back with stats and say, "No, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong." But I would say that's the most. Deep and, and hotly contested sort of age group. Yeah, it's a pretty big achievement, isn't it? Mm. What's probably the easiest? Probably the young ones. eh young females, probably yeah. eighteen to. It was
0: funny. We were at the airport. We were at the airport um, the day after the race, going home on on the Monday, and the young girl who actually won the eighteen to twenty five. Yeah, um, was sitting next to us, and we were, we were pretty tired. We weren't going to talk, talk or anything, but. Uh, all these guys around her a eh, were giving her advice yeah. hey, like,
1: like she just won the age group <laughs> I mean, they, were, they were non-athletes sort of, so yeah. I'm like mate she's won the age group what do you guys know anyway that
0: <laughs> was really good as a fellow member of Matt's team I witnessed his intense focus and intention to detail that Matt had throughout the year and his entire year Yeah, he never missed a workout but it's not the whole story his preparation and planning for the race was impeccable and he didn't allow pride to get in the way of his goal as he asked for and graciously accepted help from anyone in the team by the time Matt stepped a foot in the water at Lake Mancona, um, it, it? he had well-rehearsed race day strategy and he executed it to perfection throughout the day. While we members of the Endurance Nation team knew about Matt's plan and race execution skills, it was also fun to see how the folks in the other forums looked on in awe at the way Matt negative split the
1: whole run while the rest of the field seemed to be melting away, need of splitting a, a, an Ironman run is is quite an achievement, and I would say there would be it's pretty rare, isn't it? Very, it's very rare. You know, a very small proportion of people do it. Some people, if they have nutritional issues, they may come back strong in the second half. But if you, you know, if you Adding Dave, any issues? I, I know a few people who do it, but it's pretty hard to do.
0: Yeah. On top of that, um, he said a PB of almost at almost every race he did at various distances this year, so he's having a big year. I don't see how you could find a better candidate for age group per week. However, whilst his athletic accomplishment certainly is admirable, the real... I was just changing paper then. That's okay. The real uh, reason I think Matt deserves to win this award is... Uh, about who he is as a person and a fellow teammate, Matt has been an active member of our team who offers help and assistance to others without hesitation. He openly shares every training tip and and the steps he was taking to get himself to the starting line with a good chance of getting to Kona. He never held back information that might help another another member of the team to be successful. When Matt crossed the finish line at um, Ironman in Wisconsin, one of the first things he did was go back to his hotel room And post a huge thank you to everyone who helped him get there In summary, Matt's not just a great Age gripper, he's a fantastic person Oh, and of course, I happen to know He's an avid listener of I Am Talk Beautiful, and a nice, humble guy So, nice, Matt
1: Ancona Matt, what's his name? Matt, Matt Ancona I, oh, from I thought you Ro- said Ancona Roselle. <laughs> Ro- Roselle, Illinois We should have actually checked how he did in Kona Yeah, we should work well, out, the, yeah, the Google's down You are our Age group of the, of the week. week, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more, John. Is We've got, there more. we were doubling up here. Um, Who's everyone? It's above that. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you go, John. If you, you go. Read your Maybe you read your notes. Well, if, you, if I could have opened them, I would have. <laughs> um, a few weeks ago, we had Jamie Sinclair as a age group of the week, and that was we didn't know who sent it in. It was Hal Tao. Oh, good old Hal Tao. How Tao, thank you for sending that in. Yep. And also, I thought I would. Uh, share the love with the first male and female age group finishes in Kona because oh, that is a that's legendary okay, performance on the guys side of things, Christian Mueller from Germany, swam one hour, rode 447 ran a 308 for a 9:01:32. he was 32nd overall um,
0: I'm curious. Like, was
1: this year a little bit slower? Because normally the top oh, age group yeah. gets about eight forty-five, don't they? Yeah, yeah. No, it was, I mean the top crowie only went what eight twenty, so it seemed like things were, you know, a good five minutes plus slower. Yeah, and I think
0: that was. Not, not taking anything away from Christian, it's like yeah, awesome, mate, well done,
1: yeah. Um, but I think largely that was due to the lack of cloud cover and just being a bit hotter on the run and people seem to overheat a lot more yep. um, and I'm pretty sure I've got the first female right it was a little hard to tell but I think Kathleen Collins from Gold Coast, California no, Gold River, California swam 59 rode 5 for 16 and, and ran 323 for a 9.46 it's a bloody good effort isn't it? very solid Oh, it would be wicked to win your age group in Kona right? To be well, the be, first age group Oh in. yeah, that's a big deal Yeah, that, that's
0: really significant
1: And it's really cool Especially um, if they are actually age groupers Who who, who yeah. are working age groupers Sometimes you get age groupers who are full-time athletes yep. um, And they're sort of not ready to make that pro step But if they're working age groupers, that's legendary
0: I must say, it was really cool when we were in Kona For people who came up to us who were age groupers of the week Oh yeah, was, you know, there's quite a few Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, they came up to us and kind of said Oh, I was an age group of the week once And it was, yeah. yeah, it was really cool Because you know what? you can win Kona but you know not many people get to be age group of the week looking at 150 I reckon yep. 160. You're, you're in an elite group that's right so love your work ok so that's age group of the week <laughs> let's put some music on John
1: website of the week I think
0: people would have been missing the music John the last six uh, shows we've had no music. Well, we had the intro music. But we haven't had, it. you know, no. And people love the music too. They always get emails. Nice, lead in, Bevan, because we've got some
1: more music here for you. See what I did there? Nice. I didn't even plan to do that. So we got this sent in by uh, Bradley Carroll. Yep. Um, hey, Bevan, I'm, I'm here as well. But well, I do uh, tend to respond to all the emails. <laughs> uh, this website, TheSufferFest.com dot um, might help get, has him get helps them get through the Scottish winter. Uh, now one thing with this website it's um, I think it did have some video footage And stuff on there as well But they apparently they had to take it down Because oh, they were really? infringing on somebody's copyright oh, um, nice. But if you click on the spinning and indoor cycling resources uh, It's got a whole bunch of music Yeah they've just got places Basically
0: places to find resources Where it's kind of like your directory for resources When you're going to do your indoor
1: training really isn't it and Maybe they should have our website up there as well So maybe we can suggest that to them But they've got some podcasts, video podcasts uh, music, uh, Music Workout music podcast.
0: Well, in fear to them, got, it's mainly all about music. Okay. So like the podcasts they're recommending are uh, Jog Tunes, which is BPMs or beats per minutes designed music tracks. Uh, try Harder, uh, audio spinning workout podcasts. So obviously some podcasts out there that just focus on delivering a workout while you're actually doing it. Uh, they've got a video podcast, The Suffrage Fest, which I mentioned is maybe their own one. Uh, workout music podcasts They've got things like Podrunner and, and I'm sure most of you Have heard of Podrunner uh, And something like that no like sweat
1: workout oh. Push the night Dance department <coughs> There
0: you go Now uh, workout playlist sites So again We're places we can find with Good music to use Social training sites So maybe these are places Like Athlinks Where you can kind of Say what you're doing so
1: basically, for us Kiwis, Aussies, South Africans, we're coming into summer. We don't need any of this indoor training malarkey for the next uh, no. six months. But for you guys in the northern hemisphere, going into winter, if you need something to get through your indoor trainer sessions, Oh,
0: and you, and what you, and you know what, if you if you don't have a, like a comp trainer or something like that, you know, gotta have something like this. I don't know. I've never been a big indoor spinner, but mm. you know, like, some people have to, and oh, I don't know how you do it. Mm. You know. Dave Scott didn't not for eight hours. No, we, we stories it, we? people
1: tell about Dave Scott—it's all rubbish. He said, "Yeah, it's all rubbish."
0: He but did it's good, nothing.
1: It's good for the reputation. <laughs> my so mate that, Dave. The website is my two best mates, Michael and Dave. That's right, past champions. Let's see if you can. Um, See so if you can become an enemy of every, every winner of Iron Man. No, we're not enemies, we're friends, John, <laughs> right? Love, not war. Uh, so website is what... thussufferfest.com and thanks to Bradley Carroll for sending that in.
0: Okay, we're going to check on the interview that we did with good old Bob Knoll. Uh, it goes for about eight minutes, so we're we'll checking it on right now.
1: So we've got one of the Iron Man originals here, which is uh, fantastic. It looks like if you've, you've been doing uh, Did You Race yesterday, his name's Bob Knoll from 1978 original.
2: Uh, well, I did the original one. Uh, this week here, I just did publicity over
1: here. Nice. So t- tell us about the original race, because, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, these days it's, you know, 1,700 people, you know, million dollars budget, for half a million dollar prize money. I mean, um, what was it like that first year? We've heard some stories, but you were,
2: you were obviously there yourself. Well, on the first uh, 1978 uh, for one, our entrance fee was $5. <laughs> it's
0: going up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so
2: uh, that's, that's one major change uh, for what it is now. And actually, after the race was completed, we got $2 back. So, so total cost to uh, enter was $3, really. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened was, uh, the way it started, we were at an awards banquet for uh, one of the big races they had on the island. And there were bikers there, swimmers and runners. So Commander John Collins uh, was talking. He asked the uh, swimmers, well, what do you do? What's your big event? They said, oh, we do the 2.4 open ocean swim. So John says, wow, that's pretty neat. So then he's talking to the bikers. He said, well, what are you guys? What's your big event of the year? This is on Oahu. Mm-hmm. So the biker says, well, we do a 112-mile bike race. John says, wow, that's pretty neat. So then after we were having a few beers at the time, and he said, well, oh, suddenly, why don't we put the marathon in with it and see if anybody can do all three events in one day yeah. so that's that was the concept that was our major goal so 15 of us uh he recruited 14 plus himself yeah. and about three months later uh we went out we did the first Ironman so 12 finished out of the 15 three of them didn't make it so
1: yeah and so were most of the most of the guys that were doing the race just just mates and friends or or did, how did you publicize the event
2: Four for the uh four more Marines, I was one of the Marines, yeah. uh, four guys were in the Navy and the others were civilians. There wasn't much publicity. In fact, when, the day we did the event, nobody on the island except for a few of our friends knew we were there was nothing in the newspapers or anything. Yeah. The next day the sport page did do an article. Yeah. And that was it. We uh, uh we didn't have any we didn't wear helmets. There were no aid stations yeah. and uh I had a ninety six dollar bike. <laughs> so it, it, things have improved. Now $5,000 is nothing for a bike. Yeah.
0: yeah. When you kind of decided you are going to do this, you had three months ahead to kind of figure it out. What kind of training did you do to set yourself up for it?
2: Well, I was a full-time Marine, so I had to do my duties during the day. But I got up about 5 in the morning and ran. I ran with a group at noon, and then in the evening I would bike out into the city, swim for an hour, hour and a half, and then bike back. And then on the weekend, really... A lot more biking and a lot more swimming. My running was in great shape, so so I had to work on the swimming and uh, biking.
0: Going into the race, you, you obviously knew the distances. Did you have any idea on how long it was going to take?
2: I just wanted to get it done in one day, actually. Yeah. Uh, so I, I really took it slow on the swim because you know you're out in the middle of the ocean there, and you know. So the swim w- went pretty slow. The bike went. Fairly good, and then I ran the third fastest marathon, so I finished in sixth place. Oh, wow, wow.
1: Yeah. What did you do for nutrition back then? I mean, did you give that much thought, or you just,
2: what did you do? No, I think I had one peanut butter and and jelly sandwich, one orange, and about three granola bars, and that was it for the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: That's
0: insane. So, so now you look at the sport now, you know, you know, 30 years later, is it mind-blowing to you know, see what it's become?
2: Oh, it sure is. You know, I mean, just now there's thousands of people. When we finished the race, when we did the Ironman, there were maybe five or ten people on at the park to watch mm-hmm. us come in. The last guy came in, Everybody had left. They left a piece of paper and said, just put down your time. We'll believe you. <laughs> it's crazy. And did you, did you carry
1: on after that first year, or that was a, it was a once for you?
2: No, I've done several others. i went Phuket, Thailand, and a few others. Yeah. But I'm mainly a marathoner. Right. So two weeks from today, I'm running on the Marine Corps team in Washington, D.C. Right. for the uh, Marine Marathon. Yeah. So I, that'll be my 186th marathon. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm more of a
0: runner. Oh, that's not bad. One hundred eighty-six
1: marathons. Do you and do, do you live in, still live on, in Hawaii? You come over and do you yeah. watch most years?
2: Yeah, I, I live in Oahu. Yeah. Last year I was gone. I, I ran across the United States last year for charity. For oh. uh, for a sunshine Foundation a challenge athlete foundation oh, nice. wounded warriors so yeah. so I was gone for quite a while it was three thousand how long does it take you to do that well this was my second time the first time the three thousand miles was sixty four days 46 miles a day yeah last last year I took it a little easier I only did thirty miles a day so it took a little over three months
0: how did your body handle that you know oh, it's, it's running you've got that impact happening the whole time how do you manage that so that you're not going to injure yourself first of all and that you can get through that whole period.
2: I call it LSD, long, slow distance. Really? Yeah, just take it easy. Because you, you don't want to run fast because if you wear yourself out, you've got to get up the next day and do another 30, or mm-hmm. the first time it was 46 a day. Yeah. So when you finish at the end of the day, you can't say, wow, well, I don't know if I can do it. So yeah. you, you have to pace yourself. Really?
1: And, I mean, obviously, if you've been going at it for since the first Iron Man, which was thirty years ago, um, I mean, some people worry about what's happening to their body and you know whether we're doing the, all this long training, whether it's going to, you know, impact us later later in life. I mean, how, how are you finding it for yourself?
2: I'll be 77 years old next month, and I'm in perfect physical condition. I feel like I'm 25 years old. So yeah. really? for me, it's the perfect thing.
1: Yeah,
0: really? so keep fit, keep going crazy. That's right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> what are the highlights you actually remember from that day, um, you know, 30, 31 years ago?
2: Well, one of the highlights was, uh, there was a big long hill going up towards Schofield Barracks, and it was so hot. I finally got off of the bike, and I was pushing it up the hill and running it <laughs> alongside it. But then when I got on the other side going downhill, the van, our support van, just happened to be alongside of me. And it was going down this hill. And he says, you're going 50 miles an hour. Wow. And all I had on was shorts and a T-shirt and shoes. No helmet, no. I said, if I fall off this bike, it's all over. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> that was the highlight.
1: And what about the rest of the guys that did the race? Did they did they stay involved in, in triathlon and Ironman? And, and oh, yeah. you said you're
2: meeting one of them later on today? In fact, Dave... Uh, Dave Vorolowski did it again last year, and so far this year he's done Africa, Brazil, Coeur d'Alene, and yeah. Hawaii Revisited. And next month he will do uh, Florida, and then in December he's going to be in Western uh, Australia. Wow! So he's doing actually six this year. Wow. I'll be doing another one the year after next. They have what they call Hawaii Revisited. Yeah, Ch- yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the thing, so uh, it's every other year. So I, I plan to do it uh, a year. You like the, have
1: you done the Revisited before? No. no. Oh, okay. So are there any? You said you're doing a little bit of fundraising. Are there any? Um, if people are interested in helping you out, um, especially we we've, we do some stuff with Challenged Athletes Foundation. I mean, are there any websites or anything where people can find out your details if they want to support yeah,
2: you? I got, I got a book that I published. It's called Why Not a Million? I'm making a million dollars for charity. I'm about eight hundred fifty thousand. So oh. I so I had I sold fifty books there, yeah. and all that money is going to charity for for this occasion. it All goes to Challenge Athlete Foundation. So that's about twelve hundred bucks. Nice. So now, so
1: where do people get that book from? Well,
2: I can give you my uh, email address. Yeah, yeah, how that, definitely. How be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now, I'm iron06man2000 at yahoo.com. Great. That's now. awesome.
0: Hey, well, good luck uh, with, with all your marathons, and we and, uh, love what you're doing. and love that you're keeping up with the sport for forever, ever.
2: I have an old, a dear friend from New Zealand called Ma- uh, Max Telford. I don't know if you ever heard of Max. No, there's not,
1: there's not many people in New Zealand, but we... we well,
2: yeah. well, he was on the uh, New Zealand Olympic team maybe 20 years ago, but he uh, finished, and he was fourth man, so he didn't go to, get to go to the Olympics. Oh, no. But he ran... Uh, from uh, Anchorage, Alaska to Halifax, Nova Scotia, 5,110 miles, wow. 50 miles a day at an 8 minute and 20 second uh, pace per mile wow. throughout. Wow. So he's famous. Wow. He's known as the Flying Kiwi. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We
0: don't know him yet, but we'll figure him out. Hey, thanks for your time today, Tom. It's been lovely it's meeting you. Pleasure. Thank you. Thanks very much. Sponsors. Athlinks.com Do we have any questions? We don't have any questions. The problem is we did have some questions, but the Google's down. And we couldn't get to
1: them. That's exactly. Did it. you get the high five from I'mo? Uh, it's on. It's on file. It's saved. Yep. That was a good one. I didn't read it, but I just copied and pasted it in there. I just kind of saw what the subject was, and yeah. it was good. Yeah. It's like how you know you're a, a triathlon geek or something. No, how yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I am in talk. I am talk. Yeah. Geek. Nice. Yeah. Um, so Athlinks.com Athlinks.com
0: Here we go. So now's the time when you've done a race and you're really thinking to yourself. I wanna show people what I've done. I think thinks is a really good way to put your race report up. You know, they, they if, if you also wanna do a basic race report, just wanna write that up, you can chuck it on here. Or if yep. you wanna go through a more detailed race report, they kinda of have all the sections that you can break down so you can say, Okay, my bike went well, this is the time I have things that got in the way and so on and so you can really create a really detailed race report and then what you can do is you can just send that link to your friends exactly. and it's a really easy way of doing it and the cool thing about it is that you can go back to that in the future in the past and it was quite funny because coming back from Kona I just for some reason yesterday I was on the net and I, I went to the iMa. Ironman New Zealand website, because mm. their results page is wicked, mm. but they show you overall placing, and, mm. uh, and I was yeah. ch- ch- checking out my results from all the years, and then I went on to Athletics, and I read my race report from Rote, and it was quite cool just to sit back and kind of think, wow, you know, to take yourself back to that space, so it's one of those things that is really quite cool, and they make it easy for you to do on their website. And yeah, it's, as you said,
1: Be- Bevan said, it's a, it keeps a good record of all your races in one place.
0: And I think it's important when you do an A race Your big A race For the year To do a race report Oh totally um, Not you know Like John will, As a coach Will say Well it's important To look at your performance And think and how you can improve yeah. But also just you know, doing the Ironman is such an achievement. And, it's, you know, like John and I both talked about how in Hawaii we weren't really that motivated to do the race because we kind of understood the sacrifice to get there. Mm. And when you sacrifice something that much to do a report,
1: is something that you'll, you'll have for you for the rest of your life and it'll make you remember things you may have not remembered. And it's not always about the time. I saw a quick report, um, not quick, it was quite lengthy, by um, Maka on uh, k226.com. Oh, really? And he was saying how stoked he was with his race. Yep. Because he got through pretty bad adversity, you know, he came off the bike and he was um, up into second place pretty quickly and, and pretty confident he could run down Liedo. So at that uh, said you thought he was in it, did he? Oh yeah, he said, you yeah, know, I've just got to run a you know a steady marathon and uh, he it's should mine. win it. You know, he's got a you know three minute lead on the guys that, that can run about the same as him. So he thought he had it, but then he was having those cramping issues. But he was so pleased that he managed to get through that and 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 you know fight through the pain and through through, through the the mental side of things, knowing that the race had slipped away he was really, really proud of his performance, and another guy from Christchurch, Rob Holt, um, he didn't have his best time over there, but he was just stoked with the, the way he mentally applied himself through the day, and, and that's the thing, it's especially if you're coming from a, you know, if you're starting to slow down a little bit, if you're getting older and your performance is starting to go down, but if you if you execute your race the best you possibly can, and maybe you have mentally a fantastic race, and you push yourself to the limit, and it's the best you could have done on that day, you just sometimes got to give yourself Pat on the back and say that's thing. Well, I think things,
0: especially for someone who's an aging athlete who's, you know, just going to get slower because physically their body can't improve anymore, it doesn't mean you mentally can't improve. You mm-hmm. know, that, that's where the gains can come. And it's like, my Kona race was my second slowest race of all time. You know, I, mm-hmm. time-wise, I had a terrible race, but I know for me it was 2004, it was the hardest year of all time, and I, and I had a great race. I raced mm-hmm. really smart, and I was really proud of my effort, and crossed that finish line, and I was really pleased I'd done it on a really epic day. And so, you know, like, it's, there's always rewards that can come from a race, I think Mecca's was really interesting as well because we were talking to Rasmus Henning and he was saying how when he passed Mecca, yeah. he thought, oh, sweet, I'm definitely going to be in the top four. Yeah. And, you know, at Mecca's race, you know, like, sure, he wasn't maybe smart enough, his swim went wrong or something went wrong in the bike, but
1: his character was pretty awesome, eh? Yeah, you that's, know? Uh, so maybe, yeah, maybe you put those things up on Athlinks, maybe you don't, but um, Athlinks is a great place to, to keep things short.
0: Okay, Coffee is a Hawaii. Well, you know. Uh, To support this company, guys, they're just doing great things for the sport. Albert is just so supportive of our sport. You just see him out there, and any chance to help triathletes, any camps, you know, he's just out there always pushing uh, to help the sport in any way that's
1: cohesive or I can. And it was, you you know, it was one of the highlights of the trip was being on the boat eh yeah and they've got some new shipping um, deals sort of um, locked in there remember if you put in your code Talk, you get 20% uh, discount but but get on there because they are changing the way they're doing the shipping in, in the coming months so yep. so check it out and uh, support those guys because they support us yeah
0: and it, it, just great time on the boat it was awesome times uh, trybuys.com
1: let's see if it's specials John you. Oh, I don't know if I'll be able to get on oh, there the google's down the google's down trybuys.com there are uh, Regularly specials up there Oh they're so, good Oh yeah Try by delivers It's just Google mm-hmm. That's coming off They've got a bit of a, a Two times you Compression garments Sort of Thingamajiggy Special on there No, I have a question John You have a question yes
0: Well because the socks Are big right now aren't they Socks are You're huge the cone and, and the socks are everywhere got the, and, C- the CEP socks there Yep And you know All good why, why don't people Wear long leggings White long leggings You know like a, if you're going to wear compression pants, if you're going to wear socks for your calves, why wouldn't you do it for your quads?
1: Uh, well, in Kona, you, there is the thing that you will start to overheat a little bit more as well, so that's that's a big thing. Um, but we, we talked about those guys that were wearing full black. Yeah, well, that one person, yes. maybe looked like an idiot. That's but, madness.
0: But seriously,
1: like, well, why aren't we wearing more of the skins
0: type of cycle shorts? You know what I mean? What? Like, Because... In the run, for example, why don't you get long try
1: shorts? Well, you, because the thing is, you you're basically, the, your compression should go from your ankles up, and you want more compression down, and then it's slowly. The, the idea is when they have these graduated seams, you know, the compression gets a little bit less the, as the it goes higher get, the further you go up. So that's why the, the socks are starting to come in um, a lot more, and they're a little bit cooler more as well. I suppose. Mm. Okay, John, while I'm on
0: the sales page, the super summer special, whatever it is, and John, there's some bargains to be had. And if you're overseas right now, the US dollar sucks, doesn't it? It
1: does yeah, yeah so, so it's, it's, it's time, a good time to, buy. to buy for Kiwis, for Aussies, Palms. I think your your pound sucks a little bit as well, but there's still. Oh, if man. You're gonna buy anything? Check this place Look at out. Cool first. top, Lugano woman's
0: top, fifty bucks. Mm. and I hate how much we pay for cycle tops
2: mm.
1: it's daylight robbery isn't it it is daylight robbery but if you rubber. go to try buys you can get look at cool colours red 40% off that's really cool nice yeah nice mm. um, so if you are going to buy anything you know, go check it out um, if you spend uh, 200 bucks US if you're in the States free shipping 500 bucks overseas free remember, shipping remember
0: Tri-Buy's your first stop when you're going to buy Tri-Gear your one stop try shop beautiful okay John anything else we need to
1: plug don't ah oh yes um, here we go for kiwis we've got more discounts for you if you want to get any high five nutritional oh, products yep. um, put, element. In, put in the co- fifth element dot nz. you get high five products there they've got a new iso gel out they've also got some new tablets that are like the, the noon tablets yep. um, coming out the iso gel one is basically an isotonic
2: Oh okay.
0: He's even put the cap thing up there, mate. That, are they sponsoring you, John?
1: Yeah, they <laughs> um, So you can put in. Uh, so the code zero. Put in the code. The code I M space um, talk. If it doesn't, if it doesn't work, just email, email. Glenn and he'll sort down your You get a discount on everything on there. Nice. But as I said, they've got their new ISO gels and they've also got the zero, which is a high electrolyte. Ooh, what's an ISO gel, John? Sorry. What's an ISO gel? It is much more got your isotonic properties, your electrolytes. don't think it has
0: um, any or very little carbohydrate in there. It doesn't need to be taken with um, additional water. Just tear off the end and drink it. Neat. Mm. Nice. Clever part about Isogel is it actually tastes and feels like a normal sports drink, but still delivers 24 grams of carbohydrate. It does have carbohydrate. Yep, per 60 mils palm size sachet. is not only slimy, it's... Oh, uh, it's not slimy, it's more like jelly, basically. I've got a
1: few of these, so I'll be sampling them over the next few weeks, and I'll give you my... Uh,
0: and you know what, I haven't beautiful. been having high five in a while, because I haven't been training so much, but I must say, I always thought they were the best flavoured product out there.
1: Flavour is important. Yep, beautiful. So go to fifthelement.co.nz if you're in New Zealand and you want some high five.
0: Okay, John, so we got back from Kona, you slept pretty much the whole flight, didn't you?
1: had a good sleep, actually. And
0: then they checked you, everything in your bag.
1: Yep. Had to, I had to clean my bike shoes. I actually, I knew when I was coming into Customs in New Zealand, if you ever come to New Zealand, you've got to make sure everything's immaculate. And I actually remember, just as I was coming in, um, I'd stood on that tree in Kona where yeah. you basically a change from the swim. There's um, berries all over the thing, and I remember actually standing on my cleats, and I remember I'd forgotten to clean my cleats. So uh. the lady kindly went and cleaned my cleats, so I didn't have to do it. Nice, so, I did it too, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was good. And uh, so how have you been, John, since you've been back? Uh, been Good. Mm-hmm.
1: Not a great deal Of training I haven't had a ride yet Really oh, I've had some commuting but well, When no, you no got going to race next rides. What's what's up for your season Epic Camp is, is all that's, your on, that yep. that's your season That is my season And I'll race after that Probably But um, that's Probably no racing
0: until then. I'm, I'm 99% sure I'm going to do Wanaka Ooh, Training starts next week starts. Went for a run on Saturday Killed myself Because I was all keen yeah. injured myself So Could have wait a week How's <laughs> the swimming, has it swimming looking Well I'm going to start this week Because I'm going go to Auckland For work next week
1: So I'll do a swim week Run week next week nice. And then how many weeks Will it be to Wanaka About 8, 9 well, what have we actually got? November, December. I, I reckon you'd be more like 10 to 12. I'd say 12, at least. Oh, that's good. So I've got plenty of time to get into it. So, going to do the half. Committed. It's on like
0: Donkey Kong, John. Yeah. And so what else have you been doing
1: then? Catching up with the family? Catching up with the family, some... Family engagements, and then I've started this junior program with our triathlon club. Um, oh, tell so me more. Committed to that. So it's basically from ages 8 to 18. and yep. We've got three different squads, and I'm taking the older ones. And, uh, do you love it? Because it's more like team training, it's good, then, isn't it? Yeah, we've got a little, we've only got sort of about six or seven of them in my group. We've got about 30 overall, which is great. So, New how Zealand, many times do you meet? Uh, With the older ones we're doing Three sessions per week With the younger ones it's two sessions And is it like a swim bike run or is it Uh, One's a bike, one's a run And one's a swim bike run Okay. So it's all good. I mean, we're getting a huge amount of interest from the really young ones, so we've got to be really careful not to, to push them too much. Yeah. Um, but if any, anybody's interested. But those crisis, are the ones who come here, you know, five, 10 years from now, isn't well, it? Well, that's the thing. We know we're struggling a bit with the older high school students because it's not a cool sport, really, to do. Um, and they've got a lot of other interests. But hopefully, start them young, just get them interested. Don't get them doing hardcore training, get their technique right. Um, Get their sort of love for the sport, right? And then just slowly, as they get older, just slowly crank it up. But very, very conscious not to push them too, too much, too young because we don't want them burning out. Yeah. How do you make it a cool sport?
0: You know, like, you know, like as a sport, you want to kind of appeal to that teenager,
1: don't you? And so, how do you do that? That's a good question, and I don't know the answer to it yet. But I think what we've got to do is try to create a few um, events and and try to probably build it through the events. Because at the moment in New Zealand, we have our Kiwi Kids Race, which is just a hugely successful, huge successful. But it's no follow on. You look at it, and it's a kids race, and people think if you do triathlon, that's a kiddies sort of thing. So we've got to just try to create a few new events and and build a bit of um, stigma around them for, for the older ones. Yeah, nice. And hopefully that'll flow on from there. Any Navagos? No. Bevan, what about you? Anything exciting happening in your life?
0: Um, porno's
1: wedding. Oh, porno's,
0: porno's getting married this weekend. Oh. Uh, heading down to well, Queenstown on Thursday. Christ. I'm doing a speech, John. Right, I'm a groomsman and groomsmen don't always get to do a speech but whenever I'm in a wedding and if I'm getting some suit on I'm doing a speech Christ. and I say that to them I say look if you want me to be part of the wedding party I'm doing a speech they book me out half an hour <laughs> no i made a
1: slideshow oh
0: dear <laughs> no yeah. i got a few minutes
1: but um so the wedding you've got to control the speeches at weddings because if they get out of hand oh no I know I,
0: I know the time I know the time I do yeah. a lot of speaking I know how long to speak for no, you know, But the winning speeches are always good, aren't they? Because you either get someone who's really good or someone who makes you cringe. Yeah. And the ones that make you cringe are almost better, aren't they? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what I did your speeches know. go like? Oh, good. Who did yeah.
1: you, you speak? Uh, I said best man, my dad, Blunder's dad, and... Uh, did you best speak? Yeah, and me. Did, so,
0: did you enjoy it? What did you say? I said Blunder, I just love you did she get up and talk no she didn't oh because some girls do some girls don't don't they yeah Yeah. she chose not to I saw a the other day actually did you yeah (laughs) nice Um, yeah so
1: porno's wedding so it's going to
0: be a big night big weekend actually because nowadays a wedding's not just a day is
1: it so it's a full weekend event. That's the best thing. If you, anybody's getting married, you get married on Friday, and then you can drag it over to Saturday and Sunday. Oh, nice. Friday yeah. weddings are good because people take the day off work. They're a bit more chilled out and relaxed. Nice. And then we've got the stags to Thursday. That's a bit dangerous.
0: Yeah, I know, but we're doing a bit of a manly man's day. Yeah. So we're going camping. Right. We might be, I think we might be going shooting, which I've never shot a gun in my life, so I'd be a little bit worried if we're going yeah, shooting. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and uh, we're doing man stuff. Right, so you know, I'm a bit of a man's man. Aren't I, John? Good luck with it all, Paul, right? <laughs> Good luck with it all. So, and then, then, then will you be going off for your facial moisturising? And yeah, I'm actually, tinting? that's my part of the, the, the I'm actually doing yeah. how to look after the skin.
0: Yeah. Yeah, after, right. after shooting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John, that's this week show. Oh, we're getting a lot of questions through saying, will we go back to Kona next year?
1: I think it might be a, a, a biannual
0: junket, maybe. Maybe, maybe. So we'll, we'll see. We need to sit down and think about it. It was a huge commitment time-wise, and and all the rest of it. And, and we loved being there, and we we're really happy that we could bring some really good shows to you guys. It um, basically
1: be a financial decision at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we need to kind of just sit down and think about that. We'll probably let you guys know over the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, because obviously we need to fundraise pretty early on, in the piece mm. to kind of let them know that's going to happen. So. Um, but we must say thank you to everybody who sent us through emails uh, saying you've enjoyed the shows. Uh, we've just had uh, so many, and it's really great to know that you guys have enjoyed what we've done. And special thanks to all the guys that donated to help us get there. Yeah, and if you want to check those people out, there on Ethlings. links. Iron Russ. I'm Don't Indo- Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha.